The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at Exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the Super Truck Showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there, don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. Hello and welcome. He is Gary McNamara. I'm Eric Harley. We have our flowers, our chocolate, our champagne. We're all ready oh, for yeah. President's Day, which is coming up here in a few days. <laughs> Gary, how are you? It is Valentine's Day, isn't it? I didn't even it think is. about it. Wow. It is. See, I'm just, uh, on my mind is is just uh, on Valentine's Day. Then again, with my love life, it, this all does relate. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about Valentine's Day, but yeah. we're so doomed. Yeah, we are doomed. We, we are, are doomed. just so. You are, we are doomed. Are, are you ready here? All right. Okay. J- John Kirby yesterday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we yep. go at the White House. Albeit with her usual winning smile, uh, Ms. Jean-Pierre <laughs> seemed to rule out any extraterrestrial activity. I don't um, think the American people need to worry about aliens with respect to these craft. Um. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, I, I'll tell you why the president has not yet spoken about this and i was pretty amazed yesterday that they still there was nothing still nothing from from, from the the president at all and this is uh from uh from four days ago mm. when he did a couple of i don't know who this interview was with uh, uh obviously it was a latino network but it's not telemundo so I don't, i'm not sure which one it was it mm. doesn't say it on here but this is one of the interviews that he did mm. four days ago here we go and wasn't it a, a major bre- security breach for the United States, just the fact that the balloon came into the airspace no. and flew over the country for so many days. No, look, <laughs> the total amount of uh, intelligence gathering going on by every country around the world is overwhelming. And the idea that a balloon could traverse, uh, break American airspace is, uh, anyway, it's, it's not a major breach. That's why, yeah, he can't do an interview. Yeah, no, I mean you, you can't, you can't. Um, your best case scenario is to have him come out and make a statement. But then I, I think about that, and then after we left yesterday morning, I thought, well, no, because I don't know if he's going to go off script yeah. <laughs> and start screaming about G. <laughs> Tell me one world leader. Who would go over Lake Huron and 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 
balloon and and she and and tell me one who wants to be a ufo <laughs> tell me who wants to be a ufo name no one, one. Name, name one person one. who wants to name change, one change with with et <laughs> name one <laughs> you can't let him out <laughs> You know, I said, I said, I've been saying for a couple of months. Look, you know, if he's going to run in twenty four, then he he can't hide in the basement. Actually, if I were advising his campaign, you hide in the basement, and the White House has a pretty posh basement. Don't let him out, and hope for the best. All I have to say is, Klaatu Beretta Nikto. Mm. <laughs> yeah the day the earth stood still yeah from gort the robot gort well actually that's what uh you must that's what the alien says yeah, yeah. if anything should happen to me you must go to gort and you must say these words <laughs> klaatu maretta nikto please repeat that <laughs> oh one of my favorite movies as a kid by the way mm. I mean, it's just, it's just, I'll have to play the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the cut when uh, Brit Hume was on with Brett Bear. Brett Bear said, well, I look at the things I thought I'd be talking about this year. Didn't think aliens would be one of them. No, I mean, here's the thing <laughs> is that Corrine Jean-Pierre, uh, she's laughing at, about, you know, basically trying to be dismissive about the idea of extraterrestrials. And I thought, what did you expect would happen when you guys are saying nothing? When you look at this entire thing, this is, and and, and I, I believe it was, and we'll have the audio coming up, I believe, and I've been through so much audio today, I, I think it was Mike Turner, head of the House Intelligence Committee, mm. who said they don't know anything because this is just reactive. They're reacting to the political criticism. When you think about it, they would not shoot down something that they knew yeah. was an obvious Chinese uh, spy balloon. Right. They knew what it was, right. and they wouldn't shoot it down, and they knew the purpose of it was to gather intelligence, and they don't know what it got. They have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea what it got, and they wouldn't shoot that down and let that traverse across the entire United States. Mm -hmm. And now we're what? We're two, three days uh, later. Yeah. They've shot down three other ones and say, we have no idea what we shot yeah, down. We, we so know. you're just indiscriminately shooting at things in the sky well, if you can't identify them it, it now? Makes, it makes me think that they turned everything over to Biden. I'm wondering, yeah. I'm wondering if he's screaming right now, listen, there's a... There's a five-sided shaped uh, something on the ground here in D.C. That's the Pentagon, sir. I uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Should I cancel my flight on Friday night? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going up to Buffalo to see my yeah. nephew uh, play in the my great nephew play in the, his basketball playoffs on Saturday, and then I'm back Sunday. But right. Um, uh, so it's a quick flight in and out. And I'm like, oh, boy, I'm going to be close to the Great Lakes. Do I really want to be flying? I'm going to the ocean. Wow, thanks a lot. 
Now I've got to reconsider whether or not I, I, oh, I want to go to the ocean. You're you're going to the ocean, mm-hmm. which uh, which again they may shoot down a balloon over the ocean that could hit the place you're staying in. Well, actually, uh, I was carrying my wife's giant Valentine's balloon in, and a <laughs> fighter jet shot it down. I got to go back to the drugstore in the morning. Oh my gosh! It's it is a um, and then okay so. It was disc shaped. Now, octagonal. Octa- yes. Now, a- and they can't tell you where the missile that missed, because the first one missed, they can't tell you where it landed. I mean, I'm hoping it was water. And, you know, there's the thing is that they went from, well, there's no way we would ever attempt to shoot it down over any populated areas, too. <laughs> We're shooting at everything, and we don't even know what it is. <laughs> Where's that missile? <laughs> My God. I mean, it's just, it is. It's, no, it's, it's surreal is what it is. It, it it's really surreal. Is surreal. It, it really is surreal. You know, Biden's asking, well, since when do we have cops riding horses? Those those are Mounties. They're Canadian. We're, it's, it's a picture. Right? I mean, it's it is it is just bizarre, and there are no answers, and I mean none. Austin comes out and blah 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 blah. Well, the the look the the real serious thing about this is. They that obviously there's no plan. Everything that has been done so far, when it, every one of these things was shot down because of political criticism. Yeah. We're not talking no, about you're, what's you're what, right. What is the we're not we're not talking about what's the plan of action if something comes over the United States? Did you see the CNN the the uh, the CNN story out there, which is saying that uh, a source said, "Well, what we did was we filtered it out. We filtered our our." Um, our uh, uh, our what do you call it the radar or whatever the uh, we we filter out small objects. Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? You filter right. out small yeah. objects, yeah. right? I mean, what are you what are you talking about? And, if, and, if what do you, how do you how do you define small? Right, it, it, it's it's like huh? Is this now? I don't know whether the story's true or not. Right, right. But it's like uh, uh, yeah, when it comes uh, to our um, and when it comes to uh, NORAD, we filter out things. And as I said, it is a complete. You, and you would think. Remember now, this is a week and a half. Nobody has nobody has come forward and said, "Look, this is our." Pro-. You're telling me the United States doesn't have a damn policy that if there's a spy balloon, we do something, and all of a sudden they don't do anything, and then they get political criticism, then they shoot it down. Then the next thing you know, they're shooting anything they see in the sky that they can't identify. That that's the policy of the United States. It's all political reaction. And by the way, it's backfiring as every political sense that Biden has is yeah. always wrong. Yeah. Obama said it. Never underestimate the ability of Joe Biden to F things up. You know, by the way, we're already getting questions about my wife's Valentine's balloon being shot down. And the answer is yes, it was made in China. That is a fair point. That is a fair point. It wasn't pleasant. Uh, Lots of sparks, Jeez. by the way. 
This whole part of me just part of me just no. wants to go home. No, <laughs> I don't even want to do the show thought, today. It's thought, so you know, stupid. I, I thought, you know, my smarminess isn't any more ridiculous than what you have been and what you have not been hearing from this administration in the past 24, 36 hours. They stood out there today and were, it was like they were all going, we don't know. I mean, we were hoping you guys would know. I shoot? was waiting for somebody. I was I was waiting for Kirby to look at the reporters and go, we were hoping maybe the, the you know, the Billings Gazette or one of you guys would know by now and give us the answers. We don't know if we shot down. We, we were hoping you, you guys would tell us. Where's George Norrie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get George Norrie on the phone. He knows. I mean, for the love of incompetence, man. Oh, my God. Seriously. Just I thought to myself, you know, I love my job, but I never fear for being without a job. <laughs> Because of this level of incompetence, I'm not saying I could run the country. I'm just saying that it runs throughout our society right now on many levels, especially in the government. And I will say I could do a damn much better job than they're doing. You know, it's funny that you you said that because I was having that thought again. I said, you know, the thought of everything, you know, just seeing the Democrats last week and everything else and all these hearings and you know, and everything that's going on, and then uh, Biden here. And I thought to myself, I said, well, this ought to assure everybody that they could run for political office and be a member of Congress or President of the United States. Yeah. Because the the incompetence that you see here, the political reaction that you see here. Yeah. And one of the things that All I'm right. that that I'm really, you know, you know, we we've talked about the rot in the FBI that you know came again from. The uh, the 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 leadership, not that there's not good FBI agents. Uh, We saw one yesterday who left because of, you know, what they have become. Yeah. But now my concern is where what is the rot inside of the Pentagon? Yeah. Right. Do we actually have leaders inside the Pentagon? Do we actually have true military people inside the Pentagon? I'm sure we do. But are, are their voices are there are there voices uh, being shut down uh, in in order to, for whatever type of I don't military wokeness which is now rising to the top, but I, I you know I, I just don't know what this is because this this isn't even the traditional wokeness that we talk about no but it's no. just complete with wokeness I guess here's my point when you're focused on wokeness do you ignore other things yes you do. And uh, uh, is one of the things that's packaged with wokeness, complete and total incompetence? Yeah, I believe it is. And and as far as the Pentagon, here's another question. Commander-in-Chief is in charge. Oh, God. As incompetent as that person might be, they are still in charge. That scares the hell out of me, and it has... From day one with this president, and I didn't need any other reminders beyond the botched exit of Afghanistan. But we're getting daily reminders. Thank you. the The thing that's the the scariest about this all is everything that has been done, 
when it comes to any type of military action was done only because of the political criticism that the president got. Yeah, it wasn't right. based on what is our policy. No. It was based on politics that, oh, we screwed up. Oh, let's start shooting on anything we see in the right, sky. Right. I mean, seriously. And, and and what we claimed, what we claimed was our policy just a couple of days ago, we reversed 180 degrees you know, within it, a matter of two days. Because here's the thing. It all reeks of political pressure. And as you mentioned, and but 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 here's if you're going to do that and you're going to and you're going to do that right, if you're going to protect this country and do it right, then you have a very clear statement about what your mission is and was, which with each of these objects and you know what those objects are and you can tell the American people very simple explanation without going into classified details as to what they are. This reeks of incompetence all the way through. 86690 Red-Eye. Tires command a lot of attention. As a top expense for drivers and a leading cause of CSA violations, any tire maintenance practice that can help extend tire life is worth consideration. Consider tire balancing, which can set you up for savings and a smoother ride before your tires touch the highway. Tire balancing and wheel alignment are different services, but both contribute to a smoother ride and should accompany tire replacements or repairs. Tire balancing corrects an uneven distribution of weight in tires and wheel assemblies, providing improved vehicle handling, increased fuel economy, and the overall lifespan of your tires. Balancing your tires also helps keep vehicle hardware like cab rivets tight and can help with the resale value of your vehicle. This report is brought to you by Shell Rotella. Shell Rotella, with advanced synthetic technology, is designed to help keep your rig running with more mileage and less maintenance. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Hey drivers, Eric Harley here. Today I want to talk to you about CatScale. Most of you have heard about CatScale's guarantee, but did you realize they guarantee axle weights and the gross weight? That's right. If you weigh legal on a CatScale and then get an overweight citation, CatScale will pay you back for the fine or go to court with you. Now that's a guarantee. Besides the guarantee, the people at CatScale have been working on some other things to make life easier for you. Many of you are already using their Weigh My Truck app to weigh your loads. Super easy, right? For you drivers out there who aren't, let me tell you, download this app. It's a huge time saver. Simply set up an account at weighmytruck.com or ask your company to do it. And then you just pull on the scale, open the app, follow the screens, and within a matter of seconds, you are weighed and you'll see your weights right there on your phone or tablet. That's it. You're done. You'll also get a locked PDF copy of the scale ticket emailed to you. Weighing doesn't get any easier than that. If you want to know more about the Way My Truck app, go to weighmytruck.com or give Catscale a call, 877-CATSCALE. Their help desk is always open. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Actually, the best... uh, line of the day wasn't actually about the you know what's being shot down Mm -hmm. it was Buttigieg doing 
whatever speech he was doing yesterday where he was complaining about too many white men being on construction sites. And it was obvious that he ignored and did not mention at all the toxic train derailment in Ohio. So he received criticism of that. But when he was and I actually saw when he was talking about, you know, that too many white men on construction sites Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, basically there's too many white men. And Andrew McCarthy, now I'm paraphrasing here, basically said, well, I believe there's too many white men in the transportation department. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Focusing on Buttigieg. That was my favorite line of the day. I burst out laughing. Mm. I think it was one too many white men (laughs) as the secretary of transportation. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But what a, you know, really what a, what a insane and stupid day it is. But I think that's the thing that, that we need to focus on is the fact that, look, this thing went into popular culture because of the, because when they didn't initially rule out, remember, well, we're not really not anything. When they were, mm-hmm. the Pentagon was asked about the, uh, the, and that's how the whole alien thing came. Well, they didn't rule out aliens. And then what did you expect was going to happen at that right. point? Yeah. Then, right. Boom. Yeah. yeah. But the important thing to remember is everything that was done here was not done because it was the strategic policy of the United States. Right. Everything was done in this case. Because Biden was reacting to political criticism yep. because he did the wrong thing when the Chinese balloon was allowed to go all the way across the United States. Right. Yep. Yep. Th- that, it's, it's everything else was reactionary. Everything else was reactionary. Nothing was strategic policy of the United States. That's scary. individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finance? On your smart speakers, say, play Red Eye Radio. And if you're really nice, she might. Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Carly and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 uh, Red Eye. I want to play this uh, audio from uh, from Fox News, uh, 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 Britt Hume, yesterday on, on all of this. Mm. Britt, what's your take on all of this? Good evening. Well, certainly there's been a change in the administration's policy or practice here after letting that first uh, balloon, as it turned out, uh, drift all the way across the continental United States. They shot that one down. And now it seems they're shooting everything down that they can see. Um, and, and, you know, the interesting question is, well, you know, what what... What were they, What are we shooting down? We shot these things down. We don't know what they are. We didn't know what they are, and we shot them down. Um, Jennifer Griffin uh, quoted someone as telling her that it might be sky trash. Oh, great! So we're now we're now uh, got F sixteens in the air over our over our continental uh, country, our, our continental United States, and we're shooting down possibly sky trash. Um, <laughs> I can kind of understand why the president doesn't want to come out and talk about this yet because. He doesn't know what he's done. Yeah. You know, I did not have uh, from the White House podium, uh, they're not aliens or extraterrestrial beings on my bingo card for the beginning of this year. (laughs) But um, (laughs) we did hear it today. And in the absence of information, there's all kinds of stuff that flows in there. 
Well, you know, there's been uh, you know, these mysterious sightings of uh, unidentified flying objects for years and years. Um, and, you know, it's, there's a whole kind of cottage industry out there of people investigating it, and it's just sort of a serious undertaking. And uh, now we appear to be shooting them down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, Let me play this, yeah. though. There is a serious side to this, and that is, and here's the former director of national intelligence, John Radcliffe. China is the threat that many of us have been saying for years. Don't lose sight of the first episode, which was a dedicated spy mission that was successful for China and a national security failure for the United States. As we look at all these objects, there's now four of them. The first one, though, his point was, you know, that he believes in intelligence yeah. incursion. Right. It's, and I don't think the Chinese have really not disputed that it was their balloon. Of course they haven't. They're, you know, they're claiming they're attacking us, accusing us of doing the same thing. Apparently we don't have such balloons. But uh, I would quibble with uh, former congressman, former DNI chief uh, Radcliffe on this point. It may be turn out to be the case that we were able to block the, the balloon, the Chinese balloon, from gathering much in the way of intelligence. And we may indeed get quite a lot of intelligence uh, from the wreckage. Um, that remains to be seen. And it may turn out in the long run that, you know, waiting for it works out all right. Uh, but it wasn't, it's not something that's automatically true. And there's certainly a huge difference between uh, letting... Um, it's exactly well, what we were saying. Well, Look, if but, you but, leave this huge void well, what, what and Brit, answer nothing, right. then what, expect it to be filled. What Brit Hume is forgetting is we don't know that. We don't, we, we don't know. And even, even they admitted they didn't know. The Pentagon, you know, what they might have gotten. Mm -hmm. Think about this. They shut down Montana again the other day, the airspace. Yeah. They don't know. Right. I did see that they've, you know, they've got some of the wreckage and some of the electronic sensors. Mm -hmm. That story came out yesterday. So out of, out of the first one. But the point to, for me is, uh, is the fact that there is no policy. The only policy is do whatever you need to do to make Joe Biden look good. Yeah. Get this even, off his plate. Even if it doesn't make him look good. I mean, right. that's the thing. Yeah. It never makes him look good. But that was a political reaction, what we saw the last three days. It has not been commonplace since we really started seeing UFOs, what, probably post-World War II? Hmm. And so you're talking over 70 years, we don't go and shoot down UFOs. Yeah, because on automatically, I don't, I don't know. In Starman, we did. I mean, that was, but well, that was a mo that was a, a science fiction movie. The thing <laughs> is, is that the unidentified part of it is the key there. Uh, it, when it comes to military tactics, listen, I'm no whiz, but. My thought is, don't shoot anything down that starts with the word unidentified. Make sure you know what you're shooting down. This is the problem that they have now, and, and that is that it seems like a political scramble. It is. And it has... They don't... They, they don't even... They don't know what they've done. They can't tell you what they've done. And when you've got that, you create that huge void of non-information.
expect it to be filled with anything and everything. But the problem is, is that the incompetence of Joe Biden is what's really at play here. That's the scary thing, is that now you've gone from here in a couple of weeks, you've gone from, well, we don't want to give China the upper hand, to we look like idiots to every nation, friendly or foe. We look like complete morons. How's that working out for you? You're going to reschedule that visit with China? Because what do you say to our allies? I want, I'd love to know what the conversation is with Trudeau. After the 30 minutes of, you know, climate change talk. <laughs> I'd love to know what they what they actually said to each other pertaining to this. House uh, Intelligence Committee uh, uh, Chairman Representative Mike Turner was on uh, Fox News yesterday. Here's what he had to say. The same rationale to take down these others. Um, Mr. Chairman, the, the last time I believe you had a security briefing, and you're a part of that group of eight who would get a, a, a security briefing, concerned that balloon, right, the, the Chinese balloon right. um, that we ultimately shot down over the Atlantic. Have you had any briefings since concerning these other objects? No, and it is absolutely frustrating because, you know, obviously, you know, there are our committee and our members and then our staff have ways of communicating with the administration. You know, we're the committee that is supposed to be receiving, uh, you know, the intelligence that's being generated, the, uh, the notifications from the administration to Congress that are official about these types of, of threats. And, and we're not hearing anything, uh, which just shows you that the administration really doesn't have any idea what, what they're doing here. They're, they're being reactive. They're reacting to the criticism that they've received. They don't have a policy. Um, and now, you know, they may be being trigger happy, but quite frankly, I'd rather them be trigger happy uh, than the permissive environment that they allowed when the Chinese balloon completed its mission across the United States. Well, no, I, 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 would, I don't, I don't I, know I, about I, that. I, I would disagree with with uh, Republican Mike Turner there. I, I don't want this is all reactive. This is all politics. It's not about it's not about strategic national policy. This is policy on the fly based on criticism that he first received. That is not how you do it. Make up your mind, Mr. Turner. Because yeah. you just said they're being reactive, but, but now you're okay with it. But yeah, exactly. You can't have it both ways. Good God, I'm. This yeah, we're just. Dead. You were just. Yeah. It, it's it is <laughs> it's it is just insanity. It is insanity. <laughs> the last part just sounded well, but. Well, at least they're doing something. No! That's not how any of this works. I mean, honestly, it's like I went to sleep, you know, over the weekend and then just woke up in a, in a bad movie. I'm sorry. I went to sleep January 19th and woke up January 20th. 
of uh, 2021 in a bad movie that keeps getting worse. And here's the question. If the president were to make a statement now, what do you say? If someone at the Pentagon comes out and makes a statement now and they come out and clarify everything, what's the first question you have for them? Why are you just learning this? Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, there's so many questions. Oh, by the way, they tried to <clears throat> it, it came out again yesterday. I'll find the story, you know, hitting Trump again. Well, at least we know they're there. Trump didn't know they were there. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Okay, if you're if you're going to blame if you're hitting Trump, yeah. you know you have no argument. Yeah, yeah. You just just move on. Whenever the Biden administration does that, for example, when they did on on the border, Trump created this. Yeah, remember? Right. Yeah. Remember they did and that was like March of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. were March of twenty twenty, April of twenty twenty. Remember the polls? Yeah. Nobody bought it. Right. Like, no, yeah. this is you. It's not yeah. Trump. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did um, you see also? Hmm? On all the, the, I just, I, my my mind is is all over the place today. But <laughs> but I just I just mentioned polls. You see Schumer and now the Democrats. You know when they're being asked, well, nobody wants every poll shows Democrats don't want Biden to run. Well, we don't believe any of the polls. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the, now the Democrats don't. What about believe. the polls that say he can beat Trump? Do you believe those? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, those are you know that it's. It's it really is now indicative of a party that is saying, listen, we should put all of our eggs in this Biden basket. Because if the Biden basket sinks, we can just look at it and go, well, that's on him. Let him take it. Well, they don't have anybody else. You know, you and I went through it the other day. We said, you know, you were wherever you stand uh, if you're a Republican on the number of candidates out there, when you look at the number of quality candidates on the Republican side that have opinions, and, and I base this not on partisanship, but where they stand on the issues and where the polling says, and by the way, I do believe that polling can give you a general idea of where the public stands, especially when it's landslide numbers yeah. on on the vast majority of polls, yeah, but Republicans actually stand right in the middle of America. Yeah, right. Democrats are are insane, and not only are they insane on on the actual issues, but the fact is, when you look at their candidates out there, they're horrible. Yeah, Biden is horrible. Harris is horrible. Buttigieg is horrible. And then when you finally get to Newsom, it's like, well, yeah, okay, Newsom is the Newsom has the look we want. Yeah, but he represents California. Oh yeah. So Republicans will say, you know, for example, if it was DeSantis, would you rather be like Florida or would you rather be like California? Right. That's what the issue would be. Right. Okay, that's a weak spot. Who do we have? They don't have anybody. No. No, I mean, honestly, their best bet. If Biden wasn't going to run, is Newsom, and that's not a good bet. No. 866 90 Red Eye. 
We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. If you like listening to Red Eye On Demand, we have more of Eric Harley and guests for you. Download RER's Extra Mile podcast. More topics and issues discussed. Eric and Gary for the Eden Pure. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. 866-90-RED-EYE. If uh, you would like to uh, get in, coming up uh, here, new inf- uh, there's a new. Inf- here, this is from CNBC. There's a new inflation warning for consumers coming from the supply chain. We will get uh, to uh, that. Is inflation numbers are coming out this week, aren't they? Uh, in fact, uh, it'll be today. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Later today. Uh, also, James Clapper. You see that story yesterday? Mm. Uh, slams Politico. For deliberately distorting letter regarding Hunter Biden's laptop being possible Russian disinformation. Over two years later, he comes back and says, you distorted the letter. Actually, they didn't. No. What they did was the intelligence says, well, this this is all the earmarks of, of Russia intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Many of the earmarks. Uh, we don't have any evidence. And that's right. what he's pointing to. We right. never said we had any evidence. Yeah. Well, the, well then what are you implying? <laughs> I know. Exactly. With, the, with the letter itself. Clapper's trying to ride that two years rope. later. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. Uh, no, no, and no. Um, already done. Oh, what, what, no, well, we didn't mean that by it. <laughs> this is the problem. By the way, is that another indication that this is getting real? That the whole Hunter Biden thing is getting real? Is that Clapper finally two years later comes out? Says, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what we meant. That is, an, I believe, another indication that they know this thing is coming down because they, they're not getting now, they're not getting anybody in the liberal media defending this whole thing, defending Biden or Hunter. Top of the Hour News is brought to you by House Products. Visit HouseProducts.com. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, 86690-RED-EYE, we're, well, we're Red Eye Radio. <laughs> He's Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. Thank you for being here. Download our Red Eye Radio app today. If you can't listen live overnight, you can listen when and where you choose. Uh, all right. Where do we go? <laughs> Home. You guys have a good show. <laughs> I, I, just... Good night. <laughs> Drive safely, kids. <laughs> well, that I love coming and doing the show every, every night. I mean, both we we both do. We love it. But there are those days, like yesterday, where things just get so stupid. Where it's like this is getting really stupid. Okay, you know what it's like. 
I can't believe I have to talk about this. This job overall is like walking into a really great buffet, right? It's like, oh, man, you've got your choice, right? But it's like someone came in and set up nothing but desserts on the buffet today. A lot of people are saying, well, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Once you've had like four bowls of ice cream, you're, you're, you're thinking, okay, what are they doing? It's so weird right now. It is so strange because we come in and it's like, okay, what do you do with all this? What, how do you take this madness and, and, and lay it out and make sense of it? And the answer is you can't. There really is no making sense of the Biden presidency. There just isn't. And yesterday was a perfect example of that. I mean, pare it down to something very simple. Balloons spotted over Montana. They did nothing about it until the Billings Gazette did a story on it and people reported on it. And then they let it travel for days and then shot it down. A few days later, they're shooting down we don't know what. Repeatedly. And closing off airspace over Montana and briefly over the Great Lakes region. All of these things going on. And, it, and, and here's the problem with that is that if you... If you were paying attention on Sunday, it made it sound like, my gosh, are we under attack? Yeah. Because you and I talked about the whole balloon thing, and it's it's like, okay, this is what experts, you know, lined out. Here's what they could in their payload. Here's what they're capable of carrying. Spy technology is one thing. What about a payload that's set to go off, a, a dirty bomb or something that's set to go off by uh, an organization or a nation other than China? And so Sunday had me wondering, okay, when you're shutting down airspace over Montana, and then they were briefly shutting down airspace over the Great Lakes region, then what do you... What do you expect the American people to do with that when you can't still on Monday, you can't tell them what those things were? It's one thing to have fun with the UFO thing, because I guess technically, (laughs) officially, they still are UFOs. They are unidentified. Right. That's one thing. And people still think UFOs means it's an extraterrestrial. But but the. The bigger concern for me is that they're not saying anything because it was some kind of attempt. Even if only um, trying to enter airspace to see if they could get through. The American people deserve answers like yesterday. But the problem is yesterday you had more of the clown circus. I still think the Republicans should be focusing in 
since they since they keep bringing up Trump and they did it again yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, at least we caught it. Trump didn't even catch it. It's like, fine, you 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 need to investigate whether this was as um, you had one of the Republican state the other day that this is classified material that, you know, a- any any vulnerability that we have uh, in uh, in NORAD would be classified. Mm hmm. And this came out for political purposes. We need to find out. We need to find out whether this was classified. If it wasn't classified, then what the hell is Congress doing that this was never addressed? But if this vulnerability exists, you know, and we had mentioned this a couple times yesterday, but, uh, the last uh, because of Hunter Biden and especially when, uh, you know, when and with the classified documents, you know, Pence and everything else. Now, the discussion is the overclassification. Mm. We're we're overclassifying. We don't need many of these things don't need to be top secret. Well, one thing that does need to be top secret is the vulnerability of your early warning system for nukes. Yeah. Why wasn't that? Why did that come out immediately? What are we? What the hell are we classifying, and what aren't we classifying? And if it was classified, who declassified it at this particular moment to use it as a political weapon? Where are the Republicans on this? Hmm. Has there were they given an answer in in the in the in the the, the top secret meeting about what happened? No, I mean, because it it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. No, it it doesn't. And and the problem is, is that, you know, you you get now days into this. And what are you going to tell the American people? If Kirby or somebody had walked out on Sunday and said, um, we can't get into the uh, details of what has happened. We can tell you that those objects were owned by foreign nations and we're going to explain as soon as we can to the American people. But for now, this is classified information. Uh, the There is no threat on American soil or over American soil. And we will make sure that that is going to be the case going forward. That's what all of this is about. Enjoy your Super Bowl. But we got nothing. I mean... My question is, why are you sending anyone out to a podium? We know why Joe Biden's not going out to the podium. We, we've ex- if you if you need that explanation as to why, then, then I guess you're not paying attention. We all know why he's not going out. My question is, why are any of them going out? Why are you sending anyone out right now to the podium? If you don't have answers... You don't have a presser. Full stop. Brief statement in writing. The information is classified. We can't talk about it. We will update the American people soon. Leave it at that. It's a lot better than where they are now. Oh, I mean, this is the biggest cluster you could imagine. And by the way, it's going to be going back to Hunter Biden again. Mm -hmm. And and Joe Biden, that's not going to stop. But it's like, oh, okay, let's get a reprieve here to this. Yeah. So those are the two things. 
why are we throwing out, why are we publicly stating our vulnerabilities on our early warning system from NORAD? And number two, uh, confronting the fact and questioning the administration on completely reversing policy within a matter of a couple of days based on political criticism. What is our policy when it comes to shooting, not shooting down known Chinese spy, uh, 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 spy craft, yeah. but shooting down within a couple of days three UFOs? We knew it was a Chinese spy craft. We have no idea what we shot down. The other three, <laughs> what the hell is the policy besides you know, being reactive? Being reactive to political criticism. Is that the policy of the... These are damn serious questions. Yeah. And then the, just the ridiculous, oh, we can't take a chance. Oh, so we... Oh, sorry, we missed. Mm. We missed the first time. We don't know where the missile went. Over U.S. territory. <laughs> None of I mean, it. There is no consistency at all here. None. I mean, again, why are you sending anyone out? Because the if for no other reason, when you talk, you should know what the hell you're talking about. You should be able to answer things. And the the first reason is to show the strength to our allies and any would-be enemy. They started this whole thing by saying, well, you know, well, they were worried about, you know, the, the, the leak and everything else. Well, they were worried about how, you know, this would look with China. <laughs> well, that's out the window. Is anybody trying to make the case now? Well, they're, they're just worried about what this would look like to, you know, China and other nations. Well, that's got are you kidding me? That's how about got, how about you worry about what it looks like to the American citizens? That sort of got blown out the window. Oh my gosh, Schumer the other day. Well, China was embarrassed. Really? I really? China was humiliated. Are you kidding? Really? Me? Oh my gosh, we look like the cats and jammer uh, air force out there. It's it, it really is the Keystone Cops. It really is. I don't know how many clowns you can fit in that car, but it's a lot right now. But the biggest worry is you have a guy that doesn't know what the hell is going on as president of the United States. <laughs> and our policy is reaction to political criticism. Mm -hmm. That's our foreign policy when it comes to national security. Yeah. Right. Well, somebody brought up the other day, didn't care about the southern border. <laughs> why care about the atmosphere border? Yeah, why? It's just nuts. The aliens are only coming here to make a living. <laughs> a better life. <laughs> or to destroy us all. I'm just going back to Independence Day. You know, <laughs> what can we do? Die. <laughs> <Remember that>? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, 
not a big negotiating here's, point there on Independence Day. Here's the thing day. with the whole extraterrestrial thing. So you basically have, you know, the world on edge after years, you know, then they the military comes out and says, well, yeah, no, we we saw some things we can't explain, and here's video proof of it. Here's the actual data that we right. have, things we can't explain. And then you fast forward to 2023, and we shot some things down over Lake Huron. We shot something down over Lake Huron. It was at first it was a disc shaped, and now it's a an octagon. Do you expect people won't go that soup crazy? Am I the only one that thought? Because remember, in Starman, they shot it down over Wisconsin. Mm. Am I the only one that thought the movie Starman when they said shot something down over Lake Huron? I went, oh, this is Starman. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's it, right? If it's going to happen in a movie, you you you, you pick you're going to pick Lake Huron exactly right because you want you're going to want some Canadians involved. That's going to make it rich. You're going to you know have some people from the Upper Midwest. They're going to they're going to make the movie great. Some ice fishermen. I don't know if there were any ice fishermen out on the lake. Don't bother uh, emailing me. Huron doesn't freeze. No. Nah. So all of these things that. You've got into play, and you walk out with your hands up going, I don't know. Yeah. A, a brief statement. The information is classified. Therefore, we can't share things with you right now. There will be an update soon. What the American people should know is that we are safe. We don't believe there was ever a threat. And you leave it at that until you find out what the hell mm-hmm. you're, uh, <laughs> happened and, and you figure out what the hell you're doing. You, you learn to find your backside with both hands. 86690-RED-EYE. Leased owner-operators should be aware of four common revenue myths, lest you fall into the trap of mistaking revenue for profit. Myth one, concentrate on increasing revenue because costs will take care of themselves. This is not true, as costs are fundamental to the profit equation and the area where owners exert the most control to improve. Myth two, more revenue per mile is the answer to all problems. Though carrier pay packages differ in structure, revenue per mile really doesn't change much from company to company. But there can be a big difference in miles, overall gross revenue, reimbursements, and fees. Myth three, all you have to do to be successful is run a lot of miles. In reality, revenue is only half of the profit equation. Costs are the other half. It's possible to generate a lot of revenue, yet spend a dollar ten to make every dollar. Myth four, you can tell how well you're doing by the size of your settlement check. The settlement check is only a part of the success picture. Miles driven, loads hauled, conditions, mechanical problems, time off, and especially costs all have to be considered. Owner-Operator Business 101 is provided by Shell Rotella. Shell Rotella, with advanced synthetic technology, is designed to help keep your rig running with more mileage and less maintenance. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed. Brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. Bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are 
bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. With the Love's Express card, you save up to 14 cents per gallon, $25 on tire purchases, and even more on service costs. Go to loves.com slash diesel discount. Loves.com slash diesel discount. If you drive a big rig, you know that if your wheels keep turning, you keep earning. That's why Shell Rotella, with advanced synthetic technology, is designed to help keep your rig running and save you money in the long run. That means less time in the shop. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 uh, Red Eye. You know, I'd mentioned that uh, when when this is over, and I don't know where this is going to end, because the, the problem with the Biden administration is you never get any answers on anything. Yeah. So it just continues to everything. Right. just continues to be stretched out and stretched out and stretched out. But uh, one thing we never got a chance to talk, to, uh, talk about, which came out uh, last week, maybe we talked a little bit about it, but uh, it was... Uh, the uh, the the fact that Hunter Biden's uh, lawyer said, "Sorry, we're not going to we're not going to cooperate with Congress at all." Yeah, and I was reading right. Jonathan Turley's column on it, and he goes, "Wow, <laughs> that's a bad defense." He said, "You're not going to cooperate at all. You have no. You are not a legitimate. Basically, using the Steve Bannon defense. It's like he's using the Steve he's using the Steve Bannon defense that didn't work for Bannon. No, and you can't say that." There isn't, you know, goes and, and the the thing about Turley is we know he's a Democrat, but we also know when it comes to law, he pretty much nails it the majority of the time, I believe. And he, he said, you can't just say we're not, I'm not going to cooperate here. There is legitimate questions and legit, legitimate evidence that leads to possible influence peddling yeah. of of the uh, of 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 uh, of of the president here so said he would have been much better off if they would have given them a little bit and then negotiated it because then you stretch it out and you stretch it out and you stretch it out said hunter biden's lawyer gave the biggest gift to republicans ever because nope we're not going to cooperate at all fine it's going to be easy then to to you know get a subpoena to to do this and get judges to agree with us based on what the judge's 
said about Steve Bannon. You need to co- you need to cooperate in some way. Right. And so which makes it a bigger show. And Hunter Biden's attorneys shouldn't want that. You know, if a court orders it, you know, this drags everything out. It makes it it's another step in the news cycle. And Hunter Biden and his lawyers don't want that. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company. Got me... Call and join the conversation. 1-866-90-RED-EYE. Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. 866-90-RED-EYE. You know what I liked the other day when uh, uh, James uh, uh, Comer was on um, uh, with Stephanopoulos? Yeah. And I mean, he, he had the best answer because now that the Democrats are getting scared about going after Joe Biden through Hunter Biden. Yeah. The one question, because Schumer said it, then Stephanopoulos said it. And, well, what about the Trump family? Trump has made money through Live Golf. Of course, he has golf courses, so. But Trump has made money through Live Golf, and Jared Kushner has a huge investment fund. And he said, oh, everything's on the table. Investigate that, too. But we're talking about Hunter Biden now. Yeah. He goes, we need we need legislation to be very clear about, uh, uh, you know, uh, presidents of the United States and and what they do. And I want, oh, what a beautiful way. Completely disarms it. Oh, yeah. Should investigate that. Too. Yep. It, it goes, I, he said everything's on the table and we, we need to look and we need to come up with legislation that is clear about influence peddling in the United States. What is allowed and not allowed. He goes, so yeah, and anybody who's president of the United States should be investigated on it. Completely disarmed at that particular point. Yeah. Now we're talking about Hunter Biden in this particular case. That's why we're here today. And uh, as, as I, we know, I, as, I love that. And, and as we know, uh, Trump has been investigated on everything humanly possible. As we know, it's not like the Democrats ignored him, but no, anything, if somebody, something looks suspicious, Go investigate it. If it's legit, it'll pass muster. He's been vetted publicly as a businessman for over 40 years. Right. The successes, the bankruptcies, the, you know, whatever. It was all in the news. That was, and so, but if you still have questions about his time as president and anything leading up to that and during and after, great. I, if you think there is something there that the American people should know about, 
then yeah. bring it. Yeah, bring it. Uh, bring it to us. We're we're all, we're always looking, and we believe that this should be clarified for both Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. Now back to Hunter Biden and Joe. Right. <laughs> That's what he basically did. I'm like, oh my god, that was right. beautiful. Just deflected. Don't run from it. So, no, everything should be investigated. Because you think something suspicious, bring it to us. Ultimately, the and and this would be the ultimate concern is that the current president is compromised in some way. Yes. And that would be the ultimate concern. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the far extreme. What's the worst possible scenario? First of all, we don't even know if Joe Biden broke the law in any way. Now, the American people can look at it and, and say, uh, if they believe that ethically there were some lines or gray areas or whatever uh, that were crossed or he ventured into, then they can decide that if he didn't break the law, if there's no evidence he broke the law, okay, fine. It doesn't mean we don't look into it. We look into it to make sure we can answer that ultimate question as to whether or not the current commander-in-chief is compromised. Right, and that, that word has been coming out over the last couple of weeks from Republicans. Is he is he compromised? Everything that we see with China right now, is he compromised, uh, you know, uh, because uh, of that? We know that the Biden family enriched itself tens of millions of dollars. Yep. We know yep. with the problem with the problem that we have with China right now, and he laid out all the different problems. You know, militarily speaking, patent speaking, uh, copyright, uh, 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 you know, uh, you know, speak, speaking with the United States, mm-hmm. everything that they're attempting to, uh, to, to do. And then we have tens, million, hundreds of millions of dollars being funneled anonymously into universities that do research. Right. Yeah. And our fears are stealing, stealing the research. Is that a legit concern for the American public and when one of the biggest recipients of anonymous Chinese money is the president, the current president of the United States, is you know, should that be a concern? We believe, yes, it should be a a a, a concern to the American uh, uh, public. We'll find out whether because the law, because we've we've talked about this. What law could Biden have possibly you know broken? One could be he got the money and didn't report it. Mm hmm. One is that the money was funneled in and he didn't want to file it on the taxes. So it was done through services, mm. you know, at his home, you know, or whatever that it right. wasn't. It didn't come in as official uh, uh, income. But the problem is, here's the problem. The difference between, you know, a, a Jared Kushner uh, situation, which you don't know yet. I mean, I don't know. I don't I haven't the the i i haven't connected the dots in mm. anything there as of yet might we connect the dots in the future yeah but the problem is hunter biden connected all the dots yeah yep. it's not that they're allegations these are allegations for example against trump as every allegation has been against trump as we know over the last you know six years right uh these aren't just allegations against biden this is a difference they're is because of the laptop, there is the evidence. We have witnesses that are willing to go under oath that were the business partners of of Hunter Biden that said Joe got a cut. Yep. 
And so that and we know that Joe Biden and uh, Comer said this the other day has not told the truth. Joe Biden said he had no knowledge of the business dealings with his son at all. None. We know that's a lie. We know that's a lie because of Hunter's emails, because of a Biden email, and because of a Biden voicemail to his son. That nobody is questioning its the, the authenticity of those pieces of evidence. No one. Right. That's the problem that Biden has. By the way, I'm, I'm glad that the Republicans over the last couple of weeks are, re, are using that word compromise. We've been using it for a long time now, uh, talking about this Hunter Biden thing. That, that is the ultimate concern. That is how you relate to people as to why you're doing this. If you're a Republican, you need the American people to know what you're doing and what the mission is. The mission ultimately is to answer that question. Along the way, were any laws broken? And that's, you know, these are all, every one of these are valid questions. And my thought is, if I'm the president and they're coming after me, the opposition's coming after me politically, and they're accusing my son of doing something or that uh, related to me, and they're doing all this, and I know I'm innocent, I'm out there every day. I want this. Shine some light. It's a distraction, but you know what? It's part of what happens in today's political landscape, and I expect this to happen. If they've got questions, I'm willing to answer any questions, but I'm going to do the the work of the American people, and that's why I'm in this office. But they can have access to whatever they need because nothing was – no kind of – Law was broken. I didn't do anything wrong. You didn't hear that from the beginning. You heard this president say, I know nothing of my right. son's business dealings. Right. And, well, we, and everyone knows that's a lie. That's the problem that the president has. And again, Comer just diffused everything because the Democrats are only going, well, what about Trump? What about Trump? Well, fine. If you think you got okay. something on Trump, bring right. it. Right. Uh, you know, uh, this influence peddling is across the board for Republicans and Democrats. And we hope this would lead to legislation yeah. where there's a lot more transparency about money that goes to, uh, you know, uh, vice presidents, former vice presidents, yep. former presidents. Yep. You know, we believe that the transparency should be there and Congress should write the legislation for it. So we're for it across the board. Now let's talk about Hunter Biden. Yep. Nothing you can do at no- that point. Nothing. Can't go anywhere. Right. It's all fair game. Right. If you believe that the former president uh, is or, or anybody that worked for him or a family member has done something wrong, then bring that evidence and we'll take a look at it. Right now, there is a more pressing issue, and it is that ultimate question. We need to know if the current president has been compromised. And I'm, I mean compromised on any level. To a point that he would have a different consideration in any response to China. You know, letting a spy balloon go for three days when they should have shot it down right away. And then you shooting know, down. I'm, every, just, that, I'm just out of thin air. Well, no, then, then shooting down everything. Yes. Then, then shooting it down because of political criticism. Then shooting everything down because of political criticism. Right. Not because 
this is the policy of the United States. Right. But simply responding to that, which is like, okay, why are you doing this now? Right. Everything is up. Everything is is being questioned, you know, at that, you know, at that point. So, um, look, I look at I think one of the things that nobody talks about a lot is the first impeachment of the president. Mm-hmm. Was the first impeachment of the president done to hide the influence peddling of Ukraine on the president because it was actually legit? Right. No, it's all of these what, are valid. Points. Right. Was the impeachment yep. of Democrats of Trump the first impeachment with Ukraine? Man, that thing didn't age well, did it? No. Was you know was that based? Did that push for something that was idiotic to to do an impeach, which completely changed the seriousness of impeachment? Now impeachment means nothing. Right. Means nothing anymore. Right. Exactly. Because the joke. Democrats use it. But why did the Democrats use it? We knew at the time that the State Department was extremely concerned about what Hunter Biden was doing in Ukraine. Right. He shouldn't be serving on that board of the energy company. He has no experience. Why is he getting all this money? Where's this money coming from? And so Trump brings up corruption, which, yeah, happens happens to be Biden. And they go, well, nope, that's political. But it wasn't political. Because now we know of the influence peddling from Ukraine through Hunter Biden to Joe Biden. Right. To, to, excuse me, to Biden's family. Right. To Joe Biden's family. The question is why? And so I've always wondered that. Was the first impeachment done because Trump was getting too close? Create Let's smoke. change the topic for a couple of... Create let, smoke. Right. Well, look at Russian collusion and all of that. Oh my gosh, he won. Well, now we got to make it look like something real. Yeah. Now we need to keep it going so that we don't have someone see that this entire thing was bogus. Yep. Keep it going. Keep, keep stretching it, going. it out. Keep, keep stretching, stretching it out. Mueller investigation, everything. Yep. Completely bogus. And not only was it bogus, but it was actually set up by the Democrats, by the Hillary campaign. To frame Trump on a lie that the Hillary campaign created. Right. Susan Rice on her last hours in that job, literally, writes an email to herself. Which, by the way, was probably the nail in the proverbial coffin of not being the veep pick, right? Yeah. <laughs> For 2020. But, I mean, all of those things were, and, were and, what? And uh, uh, Benghazi. Yeah. Yes, of course. And all of these things... She doesn't think she did anything wrong. Um, all of those items to to cover up what they were actually doing, colluding with Russians. Yeah, who was actually colluding with the Russians? Yeah, the only ones colluding with the Russians by the Democrat standard of collusion was the Hillary campaign. Right. Eight six six ninety red eye. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. personalized savings on commercial truck insurance with smart haul from progressive learn more at progressivecommercial.com not available in all states or situations eric and gary for the eden pure thunderstorm air purifier this is the time to get one gary the bogo is back buy one get one you're gonna love your eden pure thunderstorm air purifier
In Trent Radio, he's Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Uh, I just was going through the Hill.com and just saw this article. President Biden, don't negotiate with fiscal terrorists. That if you wish yeah. to, if if you believe that there's been irresponsible <laughs> spending, wow. and for, you know, for example, if 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 uh, if you've got your credit card and and you've been completely irresponsible with the credit card and got debt that you can never pay on any of the principal off, just interest, and you go to the bank and say, "I need my debt ceiling raised." And they say, well, we need to see you paying some of the principal back or we need to see you being more responsible with it than the bank, uh, according to this Karen Dolan here. Are commercial would, terrorists. Would be commercial terrorists yeah. for saying that, no, no, your debt ceiling doesn't get raised here uh, until you show some uh, uh, fiscal restraint. So, again, the name calling comes in. The funny thing is. She says they should negotiate. You raise the debt ceiling, then get rid of the debt ceiling, and you invest the money, which means you do government spending like crazy. Like what we have done today, if right. that's the liberal standard, if fiscal, if giving at least starting very small, the image of fiscal sanity is actually fiscal terrorism. Then yeah. what is it? What are we doing to our children and grandchildren right. and our great grandchildren right. by putting them in this debt that they can never pay off? That's morally good. <laughs> this is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the planet, all around the planet, high up where balloons are. By the way, uh, we're in the air. Is the Albuquerque hot air balloon show going to be uh, anytime soon we might suggest that you reschedule that i'm i'm thinking if it's going to be anytime soon maybe you just stay on the ground just do the the whole you know show on the ground and fire it up and but don't do liftoff or whatever they call it <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful by the way uh oh yeah it is uh, i have uh two sisters-in-law uh, that have been out there multiple times to see it, and so I think we're we're going to have to go. Going to have to go. Well, just so you know, the United States now is setting up a brand new Operation Blue Book. Remember that from the sixties? Oh, really? Sixties? Yeah. Yep. They're setting up a new task force on UFOs. Really? Yes. Okay. Amid a baffling series from the Wall Street Journal. Amid a baffling of series of incidents in which the U.S. has shot down three unidentified flying objects, the White House said Monday it would create a team expected to study airborne objects and the potential security and safety risks they risks they pose. You mean we don't have that already? <laughs> you know, I know Operation Blue Book was, you know, trying to say, okay, these aren't UFOs, trying right. to, all right, what are these things, whatever. 
but you're telling me we don't have a team already that studies anything that comes in that we cannot identify, not because of the a UFO panic, which means an extraterrestrial panic, not a UFO panic, because mm-hmm. unidentified fly. I have seen an unidentified flying object. Mm-hmm. Seen it a couple of times. I couldn't identify what it was in the sky. It doesn't mean that I think it was extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my brother and I went. We were. I'll never forget. We're sitting on our front porch one time. This thing comes over, and I don't know. Maybe it was about three thousand, four thousand feet. Mm. And it basically just had lights, like 360 around it. And it just came, and it was completely and totally quiet. Yeah. Nothing. And it was dead silent on that thing. It's like, do you hear any sound? No. Neither do I. (laughs) I have a friend who lives right right under, there's a a video that went viral from Stephenville, Texas, from Mm -hmm. years ago. Oh, yeah. And I have a friend who lives right there. Uh, from where the video, one of the videos, I think the the one that went most viral, it's like he lives like two houses down. And they were all standing out there just going, what is that? Yeah, I can't talk about everything I've seen. I, I've been told I can't talk. about. My lawyers have told me <laughs> that I can't say anything about it. My Lord. I'll refer. I'll, I'll refer you to White House counsel. <laughs> no, I never forget. My dad was Air Force. I can't talk about it. My brother just looked at something. Goes well. All right. Well, it didn't land, and little green people didn't come out. So we don't care. <laughs> we we were teenagers. I don't believe the stealth at that point was being flown. Hmm. Okay. I don't think that would have been at that. I don't know when they were first flying. I always the first because my dad was Air Force. I always assume, in my mind, my first go-to in my mind is, yeah, that's somebody that's testing something. Yeah, and and when I, I lived, mean us when, when I lived uh, or China when I lived in Navarre, Florida, in Navarre Beach. Yeah, you know that you know right near Eglin Air Force Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I never had any anything in the sky you can identify. Eh, it's Eglin. <laughs> well, you know, living on. Uh, Air Force bases. I was born on an Air Force base. I was born on Offutt Air Force Base. That was the Air Force base that uh, George W. Bush ended up at on 9-11. And I don't remember it so much because I was four when we moved to Texas. Um, but I remember the snow in in Omaha. Um, but I do remember the Air Force base uh, that we lived on in Del Rio, Laughlin. Um, we moved off base uh, a couple of years before we left Del Rio, but um, I still to this day, when they're doing night flying, you know, uh, at the Air Force Base across from my dad's house, my mom and dad, I live across from Air Force Base right now. When you when I hear jets firing up at night, mm-hmm. you know, back then it was T-37s, T-38s. Uh, that to me is, I, I could go to sleep. I could open my window and listen to that all night long. But there were, I don't know how many things that you that you know we would see in the air. Most of them moving very quickly. Um, so you always had things flying around. It was uh, at one time, I believe, Laughlin was the largest before they sent the Iranian pilots home. I was actually at the front gate the day they did that uh, in the Explorer Group, SP Explorer Group. And before that, 
I think we were the largest traino, uh, NATO training facility in the uh, in the world. I think Laughlin was. Um, I, I could be wrong about that, but I, I think that is correct back then. And so there were always things going on. I mean, there was tons of air traffic. If I ever saw something that moved a little slower, I just kind of, I guess, assumed it was, you know, something. And still today, I always assume, eh, could be testing. The whole thing with the Tic Tac thing, the, the videos and all that, I'm wondering about uh, 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 different technologies, uh, about um, uh, any kind of um, remote craft, surveillance craft, or anything like that. Look, I can't explain what it is. But I just, you know, I have a lot of questions about what could a uh, well-developed nation have, and including the U.S., and send out to get the attention of mm. a couple of guys in the Navy. And, and could we have some kind of drone technology that moves that quickly? I, those are all just questions. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. you know, one way or the other. Well, I mean, you, you never know. I'll never forget the one time where... It was uh, just getting just getting dark, and you could see in the distance coming in from the Gulf. It was coming in really low. You had mm. no idea what mm. it was, mm. and it was really a formation of of uh, I don't know whether they were Black Hawk helicopters or what kind of helicopters ah, they were. Yeah, yeah. But they were coming in in formation, and right. with the lights, you know, it looked like a V. Yeah. It looked like a V coming in. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. uh oh, what is this? Well, and, and, the, and, and you don't hear that. You don't. Hear no, you don't hear it until they no. start get to a certain point. I know. Yeah, you didn't yeah. hear it. It was for the longest time. Yeah, it's completely silent, but they're not silent. And, right, right. And then you know, boom, they you know came over. It's like, oh, okay, just helicopters. Once they that. once they're up there, yeah. At, at at that point, right. When I lived when I lived in on you know in Navarre Beach, Florida, and I lived there before. I'm amazed. I haven't been back since '89, and I look now at Navarre Beach, and it's like, wow, because mm. nothing was there when I was there. Right. I think maybe there was the one, the one little hotel that got blown away by some hurricane was there because they were there. They they stayed there for Jaws two, the movie. But mm. there was when I was there, it was the old pier, and there was nothing. Yeah, and that place, I don't maybe I don't people maybe two three thousand people, mm. and now it's like I don't know thirty thousand, which again yeah. fifteen times increase. And there's now they're limited in what they can do there because of the national seashore on both sides. Between yeah. Fort Walton Beach and Navarre, and then Navarre Beach and and Pensacola, but uh, they probably got I don't know ten towers, you know, uh, condos and everything else there. But mm-hmm. I'll never forget Lane uh, Lane in bed, and you could feel you could feel and hear the bombing runs they were making on Eglin Air Force Base, mm-hmm. the practice bombing runs, mm-hmm. and it was like boom. And when Grenada happened, you knew yeah. something. Nobody knew what was going on, yeah. but you knew something was going on. Yeah, because people were just disappearing. They were right. there and then gone. Yeah, yeah. It's like where'd everybody go? <laughs> yeah, and that was Grenada when that when when that I'll never forget that it was like everybody knew. It's like everybody's talking. Something's going on, but we don't know. And then next thing we knew, it was the Grenada, uh, you know, the right. Grenada rescue right. and, and all that 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 happened back then. But um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, but but what they're doing here, the new group created at the behest of National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan would compromise elements of the Pentagon, the FAA, and the Department of Homeland Security and other government agencies. A group will look into broader policy implications. Here's here's my point. You're not doing that already? Right. 
How's that not happening? I mean, this infuriates me. I mean, when I read this stuff, I go, How, we're spending this kind of money. We're closing in on a trillion dollars. Nobody is close to us in the world, not even China, in the amount of money that we spend on national defense and homeland security. And you're telling me we don't already look at the broader policy implications about things that we can't identify in the sky and and knowing that we have had vulnerabilities uh, in NORAD? Are yeah. you kidding me? I mean, this, it's almost as, what the hell are you doing? I mean, it, it's like they're sitting around going, man, I wish we could really, do something. you know, get some people together and do something about this. I mean, it's just because you have to assume, you know, the whole talk on ETs is one thing. You have to assume that the enemy, that that's the next game for the enemy. And it doesn't have to be a China. No. North Korea, Iran, Mm -hmm. or any of the countless terrorist organizations that Iran is backing. You know, I because you have to look at the technology that that we talked about during the the whole first balloon and what the payload capability would be for the enemy. When you when you pair all of this with with the open border that we have and how many things get across and what the cartels capable of doing. Now think of our enemy. Not that the cartel's not our enemy. Think of our other enemies and mm-hmm. terrorist organizations that look at this and say, well, wait a minute. Uh, they clearly have a lot of holes and they clearly don't know what they're doing. A very simple device with the right payload. And we don't already have a, a, an entire department devoted to looking at things that we can't identify to looking for things that shouldn't be there especially when we know they've got through our early warning system already exactly okay they got through no big deal all right let's just all right um um what's the transgender policy now right what the hell are they doing no you just hit on something how much of that money is going toward policy and how we're going to treat people and recognize people and have a certain special day for people and we're going to do this and we're going to how about we look out for the enemy yeah which is by the way their only job it is their only job it's their one and only job that's their job they are constitutionally bound to do that yeah i I just it's you 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 shake your head and in discussing, I see these things. Oh, well, now they're going to look. And you weren't doing that already. What are we spending our money for? Seriously. Yeah. And and again, as I, when, you, when you go woke, do you forget about your primary mission? That's a legitimate question nope, I, to have. I think, I think that is a very good question to have. And when we botched the exit of Afghanistan which Afghanistan and it's our presence there in the later years served as a great intel point to have a presence in. And now, who knows 
We have no idea what's in our own airspace. No, we don't. So, I mean, you think of Afghanistan, it's like, okay, let's, now we have to solve everything going on here domestically. You know, for all the people, well, we shouldn't be over there, we shouldn't be over there. Okay, then we shouldn't be over here. Let's start. (laughs) Yeah, no, let's start with number one then and enforce our own borders and our own airspace. We can't even do that. And we can't do that. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. 866-90-RED-EYE. I guess it's time for uh, uh, another uh, special edition of the X-Files or something. I was going to say earlier. The smoking man, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, Bills didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, but and under his watch. Under never, his watch, they would never they win would never. the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. They would never win the yeah win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, then he talked about fixing the, uh, in that, after that conversation, the, <laughs> that Buffalo would never win the Super Bowl by government edict. Yeah, uh, it was also that uh, the uh, uh, the uh, uh, what's it, Vic, uh, not I can't think of the name uh, uh, Tretiak, the goalie for the uh, for the uh, Russia hockey team in 1980. They had a little pin with a drug in that made him a little slow, mm. and so he gave up a couple of easy goals, and yeah. that's how America won. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's pretty fun. That's actually a fun narrative. It is. Yeah, I, mean, I, lo- that I was, love that. Oh, yeah. that was just, I mean, yeah. it was. And the yeah. reason, I mean, that that came up because one of the writers was from Buffalo. Yeah. And Buffalo was in the midst of losing. the. They had lost the four Super Bowls, or I don't mm. know how many they lost at the time when that came out. I think they had lost all four by that time mm. uh, in a row. So they decided to put that in. <laughs> yeah. And everybody in Buffalo loved that. They right. just, because I was living in Buffalo at the time when that X-Filed episode came out. Yeah. And everybody just loved, they were just eating yeah. it up. It was like. See, it is a conspiracy. <laughs> they should have made up a conspiracy about the wings, right? That I, this is how you get people hooked on something or you know, distracted <laughs> by the wings, you know, and they can't focus on everything going on with the government or whatever. Um, that would have been fun. But, you know, <laughs> you fast forward to the Biden administration and you don't need Hollywood. No, you don't. No, it's. Uh, I, I this is this is uh, unique because uh, on all the, the all the major issues, nothing ever get. It seems like nothing ever gets solved. Right. They can't answer any questions. They won't answer any yeah. questions. Yeah. They don't have the ability to do it. And every time they answer questions, they make things worse. And then in this particular case, Biden won't say anything. No. And by the time he got to yesterday, the Republicans are saying, "Where the hell's the president on this?" I mean, here it is that we allow this. What is going on here? And people are asking it because this is the problem with this for Biden is this became part of pop culture and the whole extraterrestrial thing just supercharged it into popular culture. Right. And then people start thinking, wait a minute, he wouldn't shoot down a Chinese balloon knowing that it was a Chinese balloon, but they'll shoot everything else down that they still have no idea what they shot down. Right. What the hell is their policy? What is, what is our strategy here? There is none. That's it's, it. It's simply political reaction. 
Biden's trying to save his ass. Excuse my language. No, that's that's exactly that's it. That's what's now. He's not. The opposite is happening. But this is what happens when you're reactive like this. Yep. When you don't when you don't think things think things out, and you don't have the capability of thinking things out. You know, th- these are the you know the. It, because here's the thing. <laughs> Remember, I don't know, early on, well, Biden's not in control. There's somebody else there controlling everything. It's, you know, and it, it ranged, the theory ranged from Obama, uh, Obama, uh, to, Obama's you know, as, well, which Obama? Because we think, <laughs> I don't think it's even Michelle. I think it's Malia. But here's the, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Yeah. Tell me who is in charge right now. <laughs> no, that's a that is. Tell a, me who's in that charge. That is a great question. Tell me who is in charge. Right, with the president not saying anything about this, this is, and not answering any questions ever. That becomes a legit question. Who the hell is in charge? Because of the they right now. they send uh, the you know uh, Kirby out and and they they send Karine Jean Pierre out every day. Uh, then you know Austin comes out. You know, it's like they're, it, well, send, send somebody else out. Send somebody else. Who's in charge? Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances if you owe over $10,000? Nearly two-thirds of Americans say they are dissatisfied with the current levels of immigration into the nation, a new national poll indicates. 63% of respondents said that they were somewhat dissatisfied or very dissatisfied with the level of immigration into the country According to the numbers released by Gallup on Monday, the survey indicates that 28% say they're very satisfied with immigration levels, a drop of six percentage points from last year. The recent shift in U.S. attitudes no doubt reflects the situation at the southern border, uh, where the uh, U.S. government reported a fourfold annual increase in migrants attempting to enter the U.S. In 2021, I want to clarify something here because I see it on social media a lot. People getting, you know, upset. Why are they calling them migrants and not illegal immigrants? Because technically they're legal. Right. The migrants. At the moment. Right. They're they're here legally. Legally. 
Right. So the getaways are illegal immigrants. Right. The migrants is the term used for those that have been given temporary asylum in the United States so they are legal. Whether you uh, or I agree with the process that's in place right now and how they're processed is irrelevant. Their status right now is that they are here. Right. Uh, whether temporarily or not, they're here legally. Yeah. And, and so when, when really what, what they mean here is the illegal immigration, whether they get temporary asylum or whatever, mm-hmm. that's what we're, ta- we're not talking about here, the legal immigration process that exists from people that wait years to get into the United States. Right. Or the process of somebody who comes here, uh, because they have family through that particular program and may get here quicker if they have family and then years later becomes an American citizen. That, exactly. would, that yeah. Those are the legal immigration process. The, the asylum process is a way to temporarily give legal status to illegal immigrants to the United States. And it needs, it does need, it does need to be separated. Yeah. as to exactly right. what's going on. But in, right. in case people wonder, because I've seen that on social media, you're calling the migrants or illegal immigrants. Technically, they're legal. Yeah, right. Temporarily legal. And then if they don't show up, then they become illegal immigrants. Right. At that particular point. But at that particular point, it doesn't matter. The Democrats still wish for them to uh, to stay. According to government figures, more than 2 million migrant encounters occurred last year. Okay, now that would be, that's actually incorrect. See, even Fox has it wrong here. According to government figures, more than 2 million illegal immigrants, some who became legal migrants, occurred last year, would be the correct way to write that. That's part of the problem that we have. Yeah. When conservative media gets lazy. Right. And that's Fox News. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. You know, and because, look, it's it's the definitions have to be clear. If we're going to have a discussion, anything meaningful is going to require that we use the right language. Right. That is written correctly. Sixty four percent said that they were dissatisfied um, and uh, that they wanted uh, immigration decreased. And I guess that would mean that. They want the border secure, and they do not want the amount of uh, temporary asylum that we are giving in this country. Just 8% said they were dissatisfied because they wanted immigration increased, only 8%. Hmm. 15%. Then you have this. Residents of Chicago's South Side, home to the city's poorest neighborhoods. And, uh, and South Side Johnny. Well, that would be uh, not in Chicago, would it? Hmm? Wasn't he in Chicago? Was South Side Johnny Chicago? I, I, I thought know. it was. I thought that was New Jersey. Oh, man. Then I bought some fake T-shirts then. <laughs> I always thought Chicago. 
Uh, Southside Johnny and uh, and the Ashbury Jukes are an American musical group from the Jer- uh, Jersey Shore. I forgot Southside about the Johnny. Ashbury Jukes. Yes, that's that's the part I was leaving out. Jukes, Jukes, yes, and associated with Bruce. Thinking of Amboy Dukes, and that's yeah. Ted Nugent. That's Ted Nugent. That's Detroit. I'm getting to the age where all my rock and blues is mixed together. <laughs> I will say, you know who is from the South Side of Chicago? Bad, uh, bad uh, Leroy Brown, Jim Croce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if Lee, I don't know if Jim Croce was, but Leroy oh, Brown. Oh, the oh, 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 okay, all right, all right, yeah. Oh. In South Side of Chicago, in the baddest part of town. Anybody who's thirty is going, Jim who? Oh man, you've got to go find Jim Croce. Jim Croce, you've got to go look it up. You got to. Go listen to music. What you know, you? You know the, wait, wait. The, the after thing, we're done with our show. You know the thing growing up, and, and you and I both, and even today, prefer harder music. We always have. Yeah. Not that I don't like classical and everything else, and, and yeah. myself probably have, you know, uh, loved prog rock also uh, mm-hmm. in there completely, which has a huge classical element to it. But, uh, uh, and, and, you know, soft stuff, not that I ever hated it, but it wasn't my favorite. But I love Jim Croce. There's just something about Croce yeah, when, yeah, when he was around yeah. that just, it just, well, time in a bottle. Who didn't understand oh that? Oh, my one? gosh. I mean, you know, that, that, yeah. That, I mean, he just, he had a way, he had a way that, that, again, the music was not extremely complicated. Not that he couldn't play great guitar, because he could. Right, yeah. But it was the lyrics that made Jim Croce. It, it 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 I would say the and his, the and it's sad imagery the, the lyrics and 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 really for me the delivery of it it, it yeah. you're right it wasn't complicated but it was the arrangement and the delivery of yeah. it was perfect perfect just perfect yeah don't touch it. yeah for that time yeah yeah you really couldn't do and he really never made any money no. that's the thing he was no you know how famous. Think about I I can still remember like seventy was once especially like seventy two seventy three I believe he died in seventy four. Mm. This was my first year in college. Yeah, my God, how many hits did he have over a period of two years? Oh my gosh, it seemed like like fifteen it, twenty hits. No, I was going to say it seemed like you could he could probably do a three hour show and everything's a hit. And he was making no money. He was no money. poor as yeah. po- his record deal was so bad. Yeah. he made nothing. Yeah. He was almost living his wife, you know, his wife talked about it. Right. Still today, how poor they were. They had nothing. Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, back then, I mean, you know, uh, Rick Nelson, he had a 20-year record deal with Decca Records. It was a horrible deal. It was a horrible yeah. deal. I mean, you, you, you know, it's, and that's what would happen with artists. You know, the, you'd sign your life away, and there's legendary stories about how many artists really didn't get paid, you know, long before Croce. But it, you look at that. How many black artists did Oh, yeah. Paid? Some of the No, I mean, where there was, like, massive. No money. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And all of their intellectual property, gone. Just, they didn't get it. They What they created was gone. They got nothing from it and worked to no end. 
You know, it's funny because uh, if you've ever seen the Kansas documentary, they talk mm. about Don Kirshner, yeah. which is still amazing because Don Kirshner, the monkey, said, we want to play our own music. Mm. Bye, We're Archies, come on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and But Kansas, he went, no, keep making records, keep making them, keep making them. But he had the publishing. And yeah. they talked to the members of Kansas about it, and they said, yeah, we gave away our publishing, but we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Don Kirshner because nobody else would have ever signed us. And I went, yeah. oh, that's a good point. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, so we got down that with Southside. Here's some, but, <laughs> but, but, but Southside Chicago <laughs> residents outraged as the city spent millions uh, housing border crossers in abandoned school. Oh, wow. Uh, Wall Street Journal did this uh, article. Residents of Chicago's Southside, home to the city's poorest neighborhoods. This was reprinted by Breitbart, though, are outraged. As Democratic Mayor Lori Lightfoot spends millions housing newly arrived border crossers in an abandoned school. Earlier this month, Lightfoot's administration began housing border crossers wow. at the Wadsworth Elementary School, an abandoned school that sits uh, in the city's Windlawn neighborhood. The school was closed a decade ago after the community tried to save it. Residents told the Wall Street Journal that city officials failed to take their community into account before deciding to house the border crossers. In their neighborhood, in total, the city is spending nearly $7 million to shelter and offer services to new arrival. The journal reports, I've got nothing against them, said one retired tow truck driver who helped organize Friday's demonstration. We need to help the people here that need it and then help other people. We've heard this before. Well, all I have to say is you voted for this. This is exactly what you get I don't with the left. You know, I don't know this, what they were. They, there was no way. And, and this has happened in areas like Chicago before with the same situation. Remember, it was, uh, man, I don't know how many years ago now, but it was we're spending all of this money on people who aren't citizens and probably won't be here long. And you're not spending anything on our neighborhood for us. Yeah. Yep. We heard that before. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that was yet. The Democrats still have control of these major metro areas. Right. But Democrat voters voted yep. to put people in office that would yeah. make their city a sanctuary city, inviting illegal immigrants yeah. to come there and be protected. This and is what now happens. they're crying about the cost. Right. Sorry, it's what you asked for. It's what you voted for. And now you're complaining. You can't have it both ways. And it's not going to get any better. And you know what it is. It's the whole climate change syndrome. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we believe and we're this and we're virtue signaling. What? We got to pay for it? What? I lose my benefits? Right. Well, no, we're we're talking abstract. Abstract. Yeah. We're for all these good things. Reality, no, hell no. We don't want this. Right. In the fantasy world, we want this. In the real world, we don't. Hmm. Yeah, but you told your politicians to make your fantasy world a reality. Right. Defund the police. In your neighborhood? No. No. Yeah, this is climate change, defund the police, illegal immigration. That's why oh, yeah. I often say, do Democrats actually believe in anything? Or is it all just right. virtue signaling in the delusional world? Well, this is the reality of of that kind of policy that you support politically. It was always yeah. going to happen. It was only a matter of time. And then the story, uh, DeSantis getting $10 million from the legislature mm. to fly 
uh, migrants and illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities. Right. So that story you, came out. If yesterday. you vote for that kind of policy, you have to believe. Either you believe in it or you have to admit that you don't believe in it and you want it reversed. Yeah, it's, but, it's you know, it's, it's 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 the old death penalty thing. Well, I don't yeah. believe in the death penalty, but this guy killed children, so he should get it. Well, then you, well, believe, then you believe in the death in penalty. Right. You just have a different standard than somebody else. Right. You believe that this crime is worse or these human beings are worth more than those other human beings. Whatever the reason you believe in the death penalty, your standard is just different. Right. Well, they're not crossing the border into my town. Well, now they are. But now I don't believe it. In yeah. It. <laughs> right. Now you don't believe in sanctuary policy. Well, right. I want a sanctuary city that invites everybody from the world here, except I don't want you to come here. Right. Exactly. You're invited, but not really. 866-90-RED-EYE. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. Coming up here, the Black National Anthem. Man, we talked about that before in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll tell you about the trans activists who injected testosterone live in front of a Florida health board to protest a new policy on minors. Wow, okay. And uh, Biden selling more from the strategic oil reserve. Oh, and the inflation. The uh, yeah. CNBC with the story, a new inflation warning for consumers coming from the supply chain. They believe that retail sales might actually be up for January mm. when they okay. expect them to be down. And now the Fed is worried because they need to slow down the economy. Otherwise, they can't slow down inflation. Right. Jeez, I just I just hate. Well, we, and we, because uh, and that's the thing, too, is that if you know, it, if you're looking at retail sales going up and you're also looking at the uh the cost of labor, uh, labor-related inflation, adding on to the inflation we already have, mm-hmm. and the Fed, if they're slowing down here and not going to get on top of it, then, yeah, I'm worried we're going to be in inflation zone for years. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Hey, that's part one of our show. Don't miss the rest. Click part two on our website, redeyeradioshow.com, or Red Eye Radio phone app to hear the rest of the show. And thanks for listening to Red Eye Radio. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.